0: and in business. I hope you enjoy the show, and let's dive in. Hey everybody, let's talk about red light therapy. If you haven't yet heard my interview with Scott from Mito Red Light Therapy, I want you to definitely go check out that show at thekellyoshow.com. I firmly believe, the more research that I do on this topic, I firmly believe every one of us should have a mito red light in our house and be participating in, you know, by my understanding, five to 10 minutes of red light therapy a day. The health benefits are extensive. And let me just give you a quote. This is actually from Dave Asprey's website. Red light therapy works from the inside out to enhance mitochondrial function in cells. This in turn leads to several skin benefits. Red Light decreases inflammation in the skin, smooths skin tone, repairs sun damage, fades scars and stretch marks, and even builds collagen in the skin, which reduces wrinkles. It also heals wounds and can prevent recurring cold sores or herpes simplex. Red Light works on the lymphatic system to improve the body's detoxification abilities by increasing blood flow. It can even stimulate hair growth in the hair follicles. This is just a touch of the benefits that they're seeing from Red Light Therapy. It is extensively studied, And once I interviewed Scott from Mito Red Light Therapy on the show, I literally was like every, I told my man, I said, you have to start doing this. I'm gonna start doing it every single day, twice a day. This is a priority. And I strongly encourage you to check out Mito Red Light. You can use the code, The Kelly o Show, to get 5% off They're already ridiculously competitive rates. And when I say that, do your own research. One of the things that impressed me the most about Scott is he founded his company, Mito Red Light, because he'd known about the benefits of red light therapy, but wanted to provide an affordable option. This is for you. Start today. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Kelly O Show. Today, we are going to be talking about the importance of lifting weights for women. Now I'm gonna leave a dramatic pause here because some of you might be listening going, duh, I know that. But it sometimes surprises me in this day and age, we're in the year 2020, that I still see and hear on a regular basis this concept of, you know, I I know I saw one influencer who is somebody I really enjoy following. And I'm not gonna mention any names because this isn't meant to disparage anybody, but I know I saw this one influencer posting something about, well, I do this workout this way because I just want to get toned. I don't want to bulk up. And this is coming from not only a woman who is, I would say, much more on the Gwyneth Paltrow side of the body um, or a Tracy Anderson type of a body versus um, somebody who has more muscle, um, who is maybe heavier. So when you have somebody like that who's saying, I don't want to bulk up, not only does it sound stupid because of the way that you look already, like a person like that who's naturally very lean and, and almost skinny, and I don't say skinny in an unhealthy way, but when, you, when you're lean and tall and skinny and you say, I don't want to bulk up, the reality of that person potentially, quote unquote, bulking up is so far-fetched, it's scary and then I regularly hear women saying, well, yeah, no, I know I should lift weights, but I don't want to go too heavy because I'm worried about bulking up. And usually I will witness women saying that. And I, I can tell, and I'm, I'm going to say something that's probably going to sound like I'm being mean, but I, I'm not intending for it to come out that way. But usually when I hear somebody say, well, I'm I just don't want to bulk up, I can tell that this person doesn't really have any concept about lifting weights and, and how they work and how muscle, how muscle work. It's just, it's somebody who maybe has been practicing weight watchers or um, just isn't very informed. And, and it's, it's because these messages and women saying this type of stuff and articles in the media and books and certain celebrities Putting and then of course you have your your typical Instagram ins- influencer or I shouldn't say your typical Instagram influencer. That suggests that it's all of them. By no means do I suggest that, but it, it still is very common. Number one for there to be this misinformation floating about that lifting weights will somehow make you bulky, look like a man, look like a bodybuilder, get thick, get. Get heavier, you know, like do the opposite of what you want. So that's part one. And then part two is just this general lack of knowledge that so many women seem to have, or they're just not grasping the importance of lifting weight for how you want your body to look. They think that it's one thing to lose weight, and losing weight means tons of cardio and weight training is a separate thing. And they also seem completely oblivious to the fact that it's weight training that will make your body look the best. Whereas yes, cardio and excessive cardio can aid in fat loss to a degree. It definitely can start to, for a lot of people, um, again, I'm not a trainer, I'm not a doctor, so I can't speak to those specifics yet because I am inevitably going to be finishing my personal trainer certification um, this year, I hope, <laughs> just kind of a course if you will, taking a lot of courses right now, a lot of training. Um, but anyway, there just seems to really be a lot of women out there who, th- who think I I need to lose weight and therefore the only thing I should be doing is running or buying a Peloton or going to spin class or doing high impact high intensity cardio and it's like there's not even a thought to weight training and what they're missing out is like yeah you can lose weight but as I started to say a couple of minutes ago excessive cardio and only excessive cardio will inevitably get you to the point where you will plateau like because Cardio only works for you when you're doing it. Like when you stop doing it, you're not burning those calories. That's it, it's not like weights where weights, it's like investing in a mutual fund. After you leave the gym, those the muscle you're you're building is going to be working for you even when you're not in the gym. And those are benefits that you want to to benefit from. Um, so there's so much baloney that's still out there. And I really want to urge you ladies out there who who might fall into any or some of these categories to wrap your head around a different mindset because it pains me. It pains me to see people that I know, whether these are friends I know in person or friends that I've been friends with online for ages, who are, you know, they're trying to lose 50 pounds. And I just see them all the time all they're doing is running and i'm like are you lifting weights are you doing anything weight bearing you know trying to build strength and they just they don't understand like you might lose some weight absolutely that can happen it's not like i'm going to suggest that cardio is never going to help you lose weight but it's not going to transform the way your body looks and there's absolutely something to be said about being skinny fat. There's absolutely a marked difference between somebody who is, you know, you could have two people um, who are 5'5", five, five, and one person could be, it could be the exact same weight, whatever weight it is. But one person could be, um, in fact, it could be that let's say someone's 5'5", five, five and 150 pounds, and they're standing next to somebody who's 5'5 five, five and 125 pounds. And the person who's 5'5, five, five, 150 because they have packed on some serious muscle versus the other person who's a cardio bunny and has lost most of that weight, you know, with cardio and excessive dieting. If you put those two people next to each other in a bikini, the 5'5, five, five, 150 person is probably gonna look amazing. And most people would probably guess that they weighed a lot less muscle is what makes your body look, and I'm going to use air quotes over here, toned. So when you hear women say, I just want to get toned arms, I don't want to lift weights, I don't want to get bulky, I just want to get toned. What they want is the look of lean muscle and visible muscle. And so if you look at somebody like a Jennifer Aniston or um, Halle Berry or I'm trying to think of some uh, Jennifer Garner, right? Women who have been known to be Michelle Obama. I could go on and on and on. Like women who are lean, they don't look like necessarily Linda Hamilton did in Terminator, you know, the first Terminator or Madonna when she first came out. Both of those women looked very ripped. I wouldn't say they looked bulky, but they looked very ripped. Sometimes that's that aesthetic is not appealing to a lot of women. I understand it. I respect it. But none of those women that I just mentioned, including Madonna and including Linda Hamilton *The First Terminator*, like they don't—they don't look bulky. They just were a lot more ripped and chiseled or buff, right? But if you talk about like your Jennifer Aniston, a Halle Berry, somebody like that, a lot of women look at those those ladies and say, "I want to look like that. I want to look toned," and they think that the only way to look that way is. The Tracy Anderson method, uh, two pound weights and toning, and, and just you know, tons of repetitions and um, light weights. Now, let me be clear here and and take a pause and sh- and share with you. I am one hundred percent a fan of what I call finishers to my workouts, where I use really light weights and do a shit ton of reps, like a what I call like a burner circuit. Um, and I'll explain what that is. And I'll, I'll do a blog post. So I have always been a big fan of mixing up training. So generally speaking, focusing on lifting very heavy. And now I'm learning the importance of lifting heavy and slow and concentrated. Mind muscle connection, just really slow training. It's harder and it works. But I'm also a fan of complementing that with some of the high rep, lower weight training. Just mixing it up. It's all about diversity, right? So I'm not saying that you you can't benefit from mixing it up or whatnot, but this idea that you can only lift light weights to get that look is crazy. Number two, the idea that when women say, I don't want to really build a lot of muscle, I just want to look toned. Realistically, when you look at somebody and you can visibly see the muscle in their arms and/or their legs, people—I I, know—they'll talk about somebody like Carrie Underwood and they say she has great legs, but they're not going to look at someone like Carrie Underwood and think, "Oh, she's bulky." I can guarantee you, Carrie Underwood is not somebody who's—and—and and I don't know—I haven't read anything about her training regime, but if she works with a trainer, I guarantee you they're not just doing like five-pound weights for lunges you when you train with weights ladies you will improve your body composition first of all you're going to get strong as hell which is the best feeling ever trust me if you think that that you won't like the feeling of being strong and being able to say you know i can deadlift my own weight you're crazy trust me you will love it but the heavier you lift the more that your muscles develop And take shape and your body transforms. Now, it's also when you can start to have that. It's funny, I was talking with a friend of mine this morning, which is why I'm recording this. She's like, Kelly, I don't understand. I'm looking smaller, I'm feeling leaner, but the scale shows that I'm up. And I'm actually in that exact same place right now where I posted something this morning that showed all the inches that I've lost in my first nine weeks with Alex. And yet, I, the scale right now is two pounds up from my starting weight, but I go with the inches and I go with how I feel in my clothes. And I know that what's happening is I'm going through a recomp. I'm, my body is recompositioning, right? I'm gaining muscle for sure. I'm, I'm getting better with my training each week. I'm recomping. And, and so I probably am losing fat, but because I'm de- putting on more muscle right now, there's not going to be a loss later. There will be a loss. And particularly later when, when, when we take me out of a reverse diet and into a cut, that's when I'll start to see the scale go down more. So I'm okay with it being up because it's more about how I look, how I feel, how my clothes are are fitting me, and more, more importantly, how my measurements are going down. But I really, really have to stress this to you ladies. If you don't grasp this idea that weight training and heavy weight training is your best friend, particularly for those of us let's just, I'm not even going to say past age 40, apply this past age 30. It doesn't matter. Like once you start aging, which pretty much happens once you're past the age of 20, we're aging to some degree. But of course, I'm going to stress this for women who are age 40 plus, which is certainly the audience um, that I speak to quite a lot. Um, If you aren't embracing weight training, you are doing yourself a disservice as you age. Because weight training is your best friend from an aesthetic perspective, how you want your body to look, and you will not bulk up. You have to understand that in order for you to bulk up in the way that you're thinking that you will, you would have to eat so much more. Like men who compete in bodybuilding and and women and anybody who's trying to intentionally put on size and get bigger you have to eat, I don't want to say an inordinate amount of protein, but a lot of food, a lot of protein to gain size. Ask any guy who's like a lean guy who's trying to put on muscle mass, how hard that is to just, that's why men have to take steroids typically when they bodybuild because it's not easy to gain size and gain mass like that. Now, women notably have an easier time gaining weight, but that's different from muscle. It's easier for women typically because of our hormones and that lovely thing called estrogen, among other things, for us to get fatter. It is, it just is. We all know that, right? How many of you know a guy who maybe it's your significant other, maybe it's just a brother, maybe it's somebody you know, and you're like, why is it that he can just cut calories or stop drinking beer during the week and he loses five pounds like nothing? And here I am just trying to lose one pound. It is what it is. Men have it easier. It sucks. We need to get over it. But women think lifting weights will make them big and bulky and bodybuilder. And and it's like, that's so far fetched. It's crazy. And what they're missing is an opportunity to shape the most beautiful body underneath the fat that you're trying to lose. So I'm not telling all of you people out there that you need to do what I'm doing, which is for the most part, I don't do cardio. Um, I focus on getting 10 to 12,000 steps in a day. And the reason that we are avoiding cardio is not because cardio is bad. It's because we're working on healing my gut and reducing my stress and, dealing with the adrenal fatigue situation I have. So for me right now, a lot of cardio would be counterproductive. It would be seen by my body as stress and these are very specific tactics that we're taking. So for those of you who are running, who are doing the Peloton, who are, you know, going for all of these orange theory classes, whatever, it's not that those are bad, but if you're not doing any kind of weight training, you'll never have that toned look that you want. You will never have non-jiggly arms. You could lose weight on the scale and still be jiggly with cellulite and nobody wants that. Hey everybody, let's talk about blood work. You've heard me talk about the importance of getting comprehensive hormonal focused blood work done since the dawn of time. Our friends at Alta Lab Tests, based out in the beautiful state of Arizona where so many great companies are based, have the ability to service comprehensive blood work orders at 2,100 different locations across the country. I research these guys, I've talked to the founder, I've talked to so many people at this organization and they really genuinely care about health and wellness and helping men and women get better health for the long term. This is life-changing stuff, people. I want all of you that have not had comprehensive blood work done to head on over there now. ultalabtest.com forward slash the Kelly O Show order your blood work get your health started in the right direction now sometimes it's hard for me because as many of you know if you've been listening to this podcast um, I'm recovering from a couple of years of a lot of ups and downs in in my health and last year most notably from about June June or July until January of this year 2020, I had chronic headaches and migraines. I couldn't work out. I couldn't work. I was basically a sloth lying on the couch, a useless waste of flesh as I call myself. I'm joking, but that's kind of how I felt. So it took me a while to build up um, getting back to working out again. I had to slowly but surely get back to where I was, get back to weight training, get back to the cardio capacity I was at. And then after I had been working out for about four and a half months, so I started mid-February working my way slowly. And I had to I had to do it slowly, not only because I'd missed about seven months of consistent training, but also because I'm on medication for my migraines that um, lowers my blood pressure. And so I had to be really careful in those early months because my, my heart rate doesn't get up very high. And so if I really push it with intensity cardio wise, I get lightheaded. And so I have to be, I had to be very careful and get my body acclimated to working out again. But anyway, after about four and a half months of me trying to tackle weight loss and and getting back on the, on the train, if you will, and, and getting my body back to where it was, I, I wasn't making any progress. It was about four and a half months. And I'm like, okay, I'm working out every day. I'm in a caloric deficit and I'm just staying at the same place. And that's when I decided, decided to hire Alex and trust somebody else. And that's when we discussed my history. She decided that what was best for me was exactly what she did to heal herself, put me in a reverse diet, heal my body, heal my gut, get me out of the adrenal fatigue, fight or flight syndrome, all of that good stuff. And then inevitably will put me into a cut where I'm, I'm in a diet, right? But right now I'm not. I'm in a reverse diet. I'm eating 400 calories more a day. I'm doing virtually no cardio and I'm lifting heavy. But here's the beautiful thing, people. On the scale right now, I am up two pounds from my starting point. Now, most of the, these first nine to 10 weeks that I've been working with Alex, the scale has been, for the most part, trending down. I, I had a spike two weeks ago when I had a migraine. So not last week, but the week before. So that week I was sick three days. I had to go on sumatriptan, which is a prescription medication for migraines. It was the first migraine I'd had in seven months, but it was intense. And so I was sick. I missed workout time. I had to go on medication. And Alex warned me that the scale would probably go up, that I would retain water. And that's exactly what happened. In one day, the scale went up three and three quarters of a pound and then all last week every day the scale went down just a little bit like you know half a pound here .2 pounds here you know .3 pounds here and it just continued to go down so i'm i was coming down from almost a 4 pound spike right but generally speaking even in a reverse diet not only has my weight been trending slightly down slightly and slowly down but my measurements have gone down. I've lost half an inch on my waist. I think an inch on my upper hips and close to an inch on my lower hips. I've lost an inch on my upper thigh and an inch on my lower thigh. And that's all with no cardio and just focusing on heavyweight training. And the truth be told is I'm going to be putting this in my blog post. That's going live tomorrow on kellyalexa.com. I'm going to summarize like my first nine weeks in great detail. Um, The truth is my first nine weeks because of my work, um, I really was not, I I can't say I was on my A game with my workouts. It is what it is. I realize now that I was in a very stressful work environment. I was not, I was really trying to be present and, and not take time for myself during the day. And I was too tired to work out at night. Um, so I wasn't getting my workouts in and when I did get my workouts in, they just weren't as intense as usual because I was usually fitting them in, in the evenings if, if, and sometimes on the weekends and anyway, lots of lessons learned. And now I'm, I'm in a good workout groove and I, I just know this is what, this is really, really what I want to impart to you ladies. My number one priority right now, not only because my coach Alex is telling me, but because I know historically what has worked for me, when I, and I can even reference this, and this is what I started to say a few minutes ago, it's a little painful for me right now considering I'm I'm on the comeback train, right? Like I'm on my comeback year of getting my body back. And I have to be patient with myself and I have to realize I'm not going to lose the 20 pounds I want to lose overnight. I have to do it the right way. I have to heal, yada, yada, yada. It's it's difficult for me to see Instagram posts and even a couple of my YouTube videos from like a year, year and a half ago and see how good I looked, how ripped I looked. Um, And by no means had I reached my weight loss goal. That's what's funny. But because of the weight training I was doing with my trainer, this is when I was living in Austin. um, Because of the weight training I was doing, because of, I mean, honestly, that's what I'm going to attribute it to. It wasn't that I was kicking ass in my diet, I was pretty good. But I just know that when I really lift heavy weights and do it consistently, at least four to five times a week, and I build that muscle. As I start to lose fat, that's when my body looks its best. That's when I have the least amount of cellulite. That's when I feel the best in my clothes. Ladies, I, I've got to encourage you to, number one, stop thinking you're going to bulk up. Now, let me give you one little side note because I don't want to, I, I try to be as transparent as possible with my own experience and with what I know. So I will give you a caveat here and say this. I would be lying to you if I told you that for example when I'm at my best or close to my best I really do tend to have a lot of people a lot of women say you know oh my gosh your arms look great now my arms are starting to take shape again it's it's really feels good but they're nowhere near where they will be and it's been really hard for me honestly it's been really really hard for me I love wearing tank tops I love muscular arms and it's been hard for me to have extra fat on my arms, but I'm I'm being kind to myself and I'm accepting myself along the journey, but it's really cool to see that it's starting to come back and I can see that you know, the fat is coming off, the muscle is coming back, it's a beautiful thing. But typically when I'm on my A game and I really start to see results, a lot of women will ask me like, "Oh my god, what do you do for your arms? Your arms look great." So I've, I've really got a good thing going. I know what works for training and I, I, I make sure that I train all of my body parts from, for the upper body. I used to be really bad and I would only train the body parts I liked, which meant that I avoided triceps. I avoided chest to some degree. I avoided back, but I typically would, would train biceps And shoulders and then a little bit of back. I always avoided triceps and I avoided chest. I hated training them. When I started training everything equally, I started to really see symmetry and I liked how I looked. I will say this without question. Today's fashion industry does not make clothes for women that have any kind of muscle. And surprisingly though, I mean, so Sometimes for sure, I will buy clothes like dresses and they will be tight on my biceps. So to that note, I will say when we're talking about quote unquote bulking up, that is one area where like if I buy, normally when I'm at my normal size, I would I would wear a size small in tops. But sometimes if it's a long sleeve top and it's a size small, it'll be very tight on my biceps. But I have to think... Considering my overall size, that's also what surprises me about the fashion industry is considering the average fat ratio of most Americans, um, most women are gonna have much bigger arms and not necessarily for muscles. So I I don't know where I'm going with that, but I you know, I I did wanna disclose that that and and yeah, you know, when you start squatting and you focus on building a butt and glutes, you're not gonna wear a size two jeans. So I I would be remiss if I didn't mention this in this in this podcast to say, okay, let's let's be really transparent here. Like if you (laughs) and this makes me think of a great quote from my friend Leslie Bradshaw. She put out a post one time and she was showing herself laying on the beach with her friends in New York in this great bikini. And she's somebody who found CrossFit and has really, it's transformed her life. She's built a ton of muscle and looks great. She's lost, I think, 60, 50 to 60 pounds, maybe more. Um, And and she's been on the show already. I'll link up to her uh, interview in the show notes, but I will also be having her back on um, because she put up this post and she's like, I've gotten to the place now. I'm paraphrasing here. She's like, I'm less worried about taking up less space in this world and more interested in seeing how strong I can get and how proud of myself I can get. And so what I want you ladies to consider is when we're talking about this concept of bulking, what most women don't want when they say, I don't want to bulk up, is they they don't want to get big. They don't want to look like a bodybuilder and they don't want to get just bigger in size, right? Like they, they want to look lean. They want to look muscular. They want to look quote unquote toned, but it's, it's, they don't want to, they, they think that it's, you either lose weight or gain muscle. It, it can't be both. And it, it can be both. You can build muscle and lose fat and just have a really amazing looking body. But the truth is, you know, there's one of the great memes that I put out on my Instagram channel too, is like, you can, you can have your jeans fit or something like you can have quads or you can have jeans that fit, but you can't have both. And that's kind of like a joke. But the truth is when you start training and you realize not only how much power there is to really being strong in your lower body, but how freaking good your body will look when you train your legs hard and you build up, wonderful quads and hamstrings and beautiful glutes. You know what? When you do actually have glutes and quads, it doesn't mean they're going to be huge. Okay. It doesn't mean they're going to be huge, but there's a big difference between somebody who has muscular quads and somebody who has legs with a huge thigh gap or a typical model or somebody like Gwyneth Paltrow. Okay. Okay. Gwyneth Paltrow is not, she is very toned and lean. Somebody like Tracy Anderson, small, tiny, whatever. Somebody who is that same size, who has more muscle would probably be a size up. I don't know about you. I would rather have wonderful glutes and great quads and be a size eight or a 10 in my jeans. And this is where what what your personal preference is, is totally fine but this is just to clear things up. Like some people would would say, you know what? I It's really important to me to be smaller. And I, I want to be, I don't want my quads. Like some people don't like that. Some people don't look at, at the beautiful sweep of quads. I mean, if you guys could see, my man has the best legs. He has the most muscular, beautiful legs. And sometimes when he's sitting down and I can see that line, the line from his quads, I, I will just look at him and go, oh my God, you have the best quad line. And he's like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> but he really does. I admire it in both men and women. Some people aren't like that. If you want to just be lean and smaller, I'm not going to judge you for it. There's nothing wrong with that. I will challenge you to think about this though. If, you've, if you're in the process and you're like 50 pounds overweight, 25 pounds overweight, or you've, gained, you know, you've had a baby and, and you're looking to lose weight, You know, if your body has gone through that type of transformation where you've gotten a lot bigger and you're losing weight, no question, having muscle will make your body look better naked. So there is always going to be that aspect where you will look less jiggly, less cellulite-y, if you will, all of that kind of stuff when you have muscle but you might say, I don't want to have visible biceps. I don't want my delts to be bigger than my, you know, like that might be an aesthetic that doesn't appeal to you. And maybe you just want to be smaller. That's cool. But just know that if, if you also don't like the fact that you have that jiggly feeling and you have a lot of cellulite, then just know that you're going to want to focus on building muscle. And lastly, I would be remiss if I didn't close up on this point please, 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 ladies know, it is going to help you as you age to have strength, to have muscle. It is going to help you from a bone density perspective. It is going to help you from just being able to take care of yourself. Strength is strength. So let's summarize what we talked about today because I'm hitting the 30 minute window here. Number one, ladies, if you're only doing cardio, you're doing yourself a disservice. You're doing yourself a disservice because if you really want your body to look and you say things like, I just want to be toned, what you want is you want muscle. You're not going to get muscle just doing the Peloton. You're not going to get muscle just running. It's not going to happen. What you will get is skinny fat. And I challenge you to do some research. I challenge you to test it out. If you start adding weight training, it doesn't mean you have to give up your cardio. If you start adding weight training and you train heavy, train with, I, I certainly encourage you to get a trainer, virtual or in person, who can help you. And form is so so key. But if you lift heavy, you will start to develop wonderful, beautiful muscle that will help you in burning fat over the long term. And it will also make you look better naked as you start to shed fat. You won't get bulky. It's almost such a huge gargantuan effort for you to, in order to get bulky in the way that you're worried that you will, you would have to eat so much food and train so hard. And there's no way that you would do that. So do some research on that as well. It'll back up what I'm telling you. But then lastly, let's just remember that as we get older and as we age, the more that we are strong, the more that we can... Keep our bones strong, our bodies strong, our muscles strong. That is going to serve us as we get older. And that can only. So what we're talking about here is functionally and aesthetically, everything is better when you're stronger. Let's get strong, shall we? Hope you like this episode. Share it with your friends. Make sure you're subscribed over at thekellyoshow.com and I'll see you next time. Hey everybody, let's talk about skincare. We've talked certainly about the importance of self-care quite a lot on this show and what could be a better way to invest in self-care than by getting yourself some of the best skincare on the planet. Now I have learned a lot since getting my first Botox injection about the importance of medical grade skincare. There is a world of difference between what you buy in a drugstore, what you buy in a department store, and when you're talking about medical grade skincare. Now one of the companies that I use have used for gosh quite a long time. I bought it first at my Botox appointment is Globiotics. We've actually interviewed the founders on this very show. Check out Globiotics.com. It's probiotic based medical grade skincare. It's exceptional and we've got a 20% off deal for you. Just use code TheKellyO Show at Globiotics.com and you'll get 20% off. You're welcome.